Hey everybody, welcome to episode two of our podcast. Episode one was record-breaking. I think I saw that 23 people yep. listened to our podcast so far. Yep. Come on, 23 people. Seriously. We love y'all. Today we're going to be talking about community and how important community is. So my name is Robin Steele. I'm Erica Steele. Welcome to the Made Meaningful Podcast. Hey everybody, we're so glad you joined us for today's podcast. Today we're going to discuss community and how that looks in our lives and um, the way community has affected us and supported us. And um, It's a big deal. Yeah. You know, we mentioned in episode one how we have this daughter who has profound special needs mm-hmm. and um, we made a decision early on that we weren't going to let that totally affect the way we live. We're going to try our hardest to have a, quote, normal life. And we have for 18 years. Um, I think it's really incredible when we meet people for the first time and they don't know that we have a daughter with profound special needs. And we just start talking to them. And and they're like, how many kids do you have? Oh, we have three kids. We have an 18-year-old. 16 year old, a 14 year old. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's a, that inevitable moment when they say, Oh, 18 year old girl, she must be driving around, going to college. Da, da. Mm-hmm. And there's always that awkward moment. Yeah. Where we have to say, Well, um, she's not like every other 18 year old. She's different. Yeah. And sometimes we try to head that off at the pass, you know, and, say it before they stick their foot in their mouth. <laughs> but anyway, the point I'm trying to make is that what's incredible to me is that they're so surprised when they hear that because there was nothing about us that said that she was disabled. You know, like yeah, they just thought, wow, you're, you're normal people. You right. know, you yeah. look normal, you act normal, you... Uh, I have a sense of humor. Mm-hmm. And so whenever we say, well, our daughter is unable to do anything. She requires 24-hour nursing care. There's a nurse at our house right now or a family member or somebody, a friend mm-hmm. that's hanging out with her right now so we can be here. Mm-hmm. It just it just freaks them out. And there's something about that that's so cool to me because it, it tells me over and over again that God really has blessed us with an incredible life and with a, well, and with a great community around us more than anything. Yeah. And I, we're going to, we're going to be raw and real on this and we're going to tell, you know, the behind the scenes story of there are many, 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 many days and 18 years where it was brutally difficult. We're normal for a family with a disabled child, we're trying to live normally, but it's still so different. And, um, you know, I'm sure there will be a lot of people that argue how normal our family actually is, but, um, 
it's so much because of the community around us and the people that have helped us um, to be able to live a typical life to the best we can. I notice it when we are we have to say no to somebody, you know, if they want to go out and we just cannot find someone mm-hmm. to help us with Kennedy mm-hmm. at that particular time. Um, I remember not too long ago we were talking to someone and they were they were like, let's go do this, let's go do that. And we were trying to communicate with them, like, hey, we can't, we're trying to, we're trying, we want to, and we're trying to figure that mm-hmm. out, but, mm-hmm. but we don't have anybody for Kennedy. And it was like they right. didn't get it. And I think that kind of proves my point, though, that our life is so normal on so many levels in so yeah. many ways that yeah. people forget. I mean... I was talking earlier about people that meet us for the first time. They're surprised by it. Mm-hmm. But then people that we've known for so long forget because, mm-hmm. because our life is very, very you know, normal, whatever. So mm-hmm. the point of today, though, is we want to talk about one of the reasons why that's even possible. There's, there's several. But um, in my book, I just finished a book it's coming out in September and I put a whole chapter in the book about this because it is such a big big deal um that community the people around us help us live the life that we live right and the only way to really face horrible situations you know big hurdles difficult situation is with people around you supporting yeah, for you. Sure. If you don't have that, then you're going to really, really struggle, mm-hmm. have a hard time. So um, this all started for us. Well, it was, it was very obvious to us when Kennedy was born. Yeah. And I love telling the story. Um, Erica was in, in the room, uh, the delivery room, and I was kind of going back and forth between the waiting room and the delivery room. And there were 50 people in the waiting room. Yeah. I just remember that number, huge number <laughs> of people. Yeah. Uh, of course, my family, my parents, my sister, brother-in-law, your mom, your brother, your dad, your grandma, mm-hmm, <laughs> my mm-hmm. aunts and uncles. Of course, there's so their blood family. But the majority was church family. Yeah. And was just incredible to see yeah. that. And then once she was born, um, those, those people continue to be with us through practical means and spiritual means. Mm-hmm. They would pray. I remember having a prayer meeting at my parents' house and the living room was just packed with people. Mm-hmm. And this would be actually before birth. And it was all praying for Kennedy to be healed, you know, thinking that she was going to be born without this disability. And but but the place was packed. I remember there's they had a balcony. There's people like hanging over the balcony, people mm-hmm. in chairs on the mm-hmm. floor, and just praying together. So that happened. And then Kennedy was in the hospital for 42 days mm-hmm. when she was born, and so. That was 42 days of being in that intensive care unit. And we lived, what, 30 minutes? 30 minutes, yeah. From the hospital. 
so we had people cooking for us, mm-hmm. people visiting the hospital with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember people coming up to the hospital to watch football games with me in the waiting room. <laughs> and just incredible people surrounding us. So that was the beginning you know, of her. And then for 18 years now, we've had tremendous amount of people, hundreds of people mm-hmm. communing with us, yeah, helping us. And I think the, um, the main point I want to say is that that's not an accident and it's not a coincidence, but it is the fruit of a whole, whole lot of sowing mm-hmm. into other people, ourselves. Yeah, just pouring into other people, being investing in other people. <laughs> I'm looking at our window. We're sitting in our office right now, and a goat just randomly walked by the window. You never know what's going to happen at the Steele household. Okay, back on track. I think community um, for us has so many layers. I mean, of course, there's family. We have um, your family is um, really big and extended, and we have lots of people in, in your family that have, I mean, my goodness, over the years, there's just been endless support and prayers and um, and that's invaluable. Our immediate family, my mom, your mom and dad, um, being there to support us, especially when the kids were little. I mean, they were just, they, they helped us stay afloat in those years when it felt like every ounce of energy was being drained from us. Um, they've been a huge support, but then, um, over the years, you know, like you said, like there's been seasons um, with Kennedy where she's been in the hospital for one reason or another over the years, multiple surgeries and procedures and um, people have brought us food and taken the kids um, to go see a movie or go do something at the park or um, take the boys, you know, to do things. And, um, and then over the years that has grown more and more. Um, to include nurses and attendants that have have um, been with us to help with Kennedy and um, just like this beautiful fabric being woven together um, in community is really how it has been. Just this, you know, um, it's not all just one person or one thing, but it's the the unifying of all the people in the community coming together to support us that has been so impactful. Yeah, I think the power of community is that there's a lot of people and uh, everybody shares the load. And so I know nurses are a big deal for us. Mm-hmm. And we have one nurse that's been with us for eight years now. Mm-hmm. We have... Um, Which I don't know if that speaks to her... Insanity or kindness, <laughs> I'm not sure what that says, but yeah, she's been... She has nothing she's, else to do. <laughs> she is um, such a family member. Kimberly, yeah. yeah. Kimberly. She's not going to listen to the podcast. <laughs> you don't know that. She's probably taking a nap somewhere right now. <laughs> oh, man. She's fun. She's been with us for a long time. Yeah. Uh, but we have other people, other nurses that have been with us for quite a while mm-hmm. over the over the years, and um, yeah. 
So the nurses do play a huge role, and obviously they're doing it for pay. You know, they're not volunteering, mm-hmm. but but Erica does such an incredible job of balancing that that role that they have with mm-hmm. really including them in the family. I'm glad we're getting this on uh, actually recorded because I get accused of treating them better than family sometimes. And uh, our kids I'll, get a little, our boys get a little <laughs> jealous, but you listen, know the, if they start helping to the level that our nurses help with taking care of Kennedy, then maybe we can work Erica on that. has been actually breaking the rules um, yeah, Is it, we're getting this all recorded. It's going to mm-hmm, go out and mm-hmm. 23 people you are going to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but one of the rules that the nursing company has, you're not supposed to buy them gifts. And Erica's like, I just can't follow that rule. <laughs> so she will buy them a birthday gift or we just went out of town on a mm-hmm. vacation. Erica and I went by ourselves without the kids which is a huge thing. Mm-hmm. And I want to cover that on another episode, you know, like that priority and that value that we have mm-hmm. of traveling. Something just ran, something else just ran through our yard. Can you focus? Maybe I should be the one. You just burped into the microphone. Do you realize that? And maybe I should be the one looking out the window, not you, because you apparently can't handle it. Really? like a black flash that just. Okay. It's probably something about to eat our goats. That's awesome. It, it was, I thought it might have been a coyote. It, okay. it might have been. Boy, great. That's great. That means our goats are going to be goats too. One of the things that we like to do a lot is travel. And we just went on a vacation, just Erica and I. And um, the the ability to go out of town for six days with three kids that don't go with you and a special needs child that takes 24 hour care is a, an enormous feat. It really is. It's a huge feat. And I hear of people, I hear people that don't have special needs kids that say, we haven't been on a trip as a couple by Mm -hmm. ourselves in the last 10 years or since we had kids or whatever. That's not going to work for us. (laughs) I mean, I mean, I, I do think we not love some, our kids as much do, as they do. We what? do. It's I just you know. and I need time away so that we can That's so true communicate. It is. It is true. It's time. It's so needed to get away. Anyway, I want to. I want to cover that in another episode. Like really get into that because I think it's a big deal. But the point I'm trying to make is that while we were on uh, this trip, Erica bought a little gift for our nurse. Say mm-hmm. thank you for carrying such a big load, mm-hmm. and um, I think that's important. So, one of the things I just want to get across to people, you know, other people that are listening that um, that are wanting some peace in their life, they're wanting some rhythm that's healthy. Um, they're trying to face, you know, they're facing difficult situations. Community makes it happen. Being mm-hmm. in community makes it happen. And community is not an accident. There's a uh, there's a passage in the book of Acts. Is it okay if I read scripture? Sanctify yes. this podcast a little bit. Yes, please. When the when the uh, I'm a pastor, so I got to read scripture every once in a while. 
there, when the when the brand new church first started, they in Acts two forty two says that they devoted themselves to four things, and one was the apostles' teaching, which is the Bible. One was prayer. So those are two very spiritual and deep things. But the other two things that they devoted themselves to were community. One was fellowship, and one was sharing meals together. So I just think it's so crazy that when the writer of Acts, Luke, was trying to convey to us what the original church members devoted themselves to, like, we're going to do four things, that's it. We're going to mm-hmm. do four things. We're going to do four things. Of course, the teaching of the Bible, prayer, those are huge. Mm-hmm. But the but the other two were just about building community. So, um, and that's what I was saying earlier, is that community is not accidental. You know, it's not just like a Don't blessing. just stumble across yeah, it. Yeah, it's definitely... As the Bible would say, seed time and harvest time. So you mm-hmm. sow mm-hmm. and reap. Absolutely. I mean, God, that has been the theme that I keep feeling over and over again over the last several months is um, there's been so many things that have come up. Um, and and when you're in community, it's not just all um, great, like because you're, you're interacting with people and we're all human and we all have brokenness in us, and so it's not always easy, but the reward is always there and worth the investment that you make. But it's never, I think the tendency is to want to walk up to a field and start reaping the harvest immediately um, and getting all the goods so that you can go about your business and make something versus... Um, there's this barren field with nothing in it and pouring into that and then having patience and waiting for that seed to germinate and grow and and then bring a harvest later. Let me read a paragraph from my book. Please do, in that voice as well. This is How to Be Made Whole, page 136. <laughs> By Robin Steele. That's that DJ voice you're afraid of. Okay. Yes, it was. Community takes time. It gets messy. Maybe I should read it. Oh, you want to? Yeah, I think I should. That, Which, what paragraph? That second one right there. Second paragraph. Okay. Okay, Eric is going to read it. I think they know that because I just said, give me that and I'm going to read it. Okay. Community takes time. It gets messy. Growing together is an investment, and it sometimes takes a while to reap a reward. Instead of leaning into old-fashioned relationships with other people and being patient with the slow process, most of us get weary and give up. Sometimes the relationship breaks up. We hurt one another. We often deal with that by shutting down and avoiding the risk. We toughen our skin and resolve to never be betrayed again. That's so true. What a great book. Everybody, go now. Spend the rest of the podcast. Go now, tooting your uh, horn. Hey, (laughs) I do want to say that if you're listening (laughs) to this podcast, nobody knows this yet. This is this is this is brand new. This is the dish. This is brand new. 
you can go to our website right now and get the book. You can pre-order the book. I'll sign Mm -hmm. it for you. The first 200 people to order it are going to get a signed copy. Go to my website, our website. Oh, change it to ours. Mm -hmm. MadeMeaningful.com. MadeMeaningful.com. Okay, can we get back on track? Yeah, we just killed that whole chapter. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. It was awesome, and it still sticks. It's even better because we're dumb. Okay, so... I guess what I would like to challenge people with is mm-hmm. what are you doing right now to invest and associate in other people right? to help them because and to invest in them? it's not a one-way street. You don't. Because if you walk up to somebody else's field and you start taking their food from them mm-hmm. without permission, Come on. you're going to get beat. That's what's going to happen. It is not going to go well for you. Yeah. So... Find ways to invest in other people. Uh, take a risk. Um, for those of you that are socially talented, <laughs> and that's, you know, whatever that is on the Enneagram or personality oh, profiles whatever. or whatever. You don't even know anything about the Enneagram. Don't try to bring up it. something you don't even know anything Just about. Just throwing out <laughs> fancy names. Act like I know what I'm talking about. Um. If you're one of those outgoing people, it's easy for you, um, great. There's many of us, including myself, that would much rather just be alone, not be around people, and I have to make myself um, get out and be social. Yeah, tell us how you do that, because I'm kind of, uh, I guess, I don't know what they call it, but I'm on Weird. the fence, and that's not what I meant. But, you know, um, I am on the fence in the sense that I definitely have days where I'm more introverted, and, and I just want to be left alone. I just want to be in my cave somewhere, and don't mess with me. And then there's days I just need that social interaction and need to to be with other people and, and yeah. so into relationships and do things well, like that. you know, of course I'm going to say that the very first place that you need to build community is your household. In your house, your marriage, your kids. That Those need to be your best friends, uh, your closest relationships in your household. But then I am a 100% believer that every single human being needs to be committed to a local church. And when I say committed to a local church, I'm talking about joining a church. I'm talking about... Serving at a church, I'm talking about being at the building whenever there's something going on. I'm talking about being a part of small groups. You know, whatever Mm -hmm. the local church is offering that you're a part of, show up. Be in it. And a great example of the two examples. One is there were 50 people in that that, uh, wedding room Mm -hmm. on the day of birth Mm -hmm. because... We had been investing in those people's lives for decades, for for many, many years. We decades might be a stretch. You no, do actually, realize we were 23 and 25. two decades. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, many, many years. We'd gone to the same church, invested in the same people, and had showed up and gone to Chili's after church, <laughs> had gone to prayer meetings together, had worshipped together, 
been at prayer meetings together, you know, just on and on, gone on trips together, mm-hmm. uh, youth ministry, you know, just investing, 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 investing. It's so important. But we left that church and mm-hmm. went to New Mexico, mm-hmm. and we joined this tiny church. Oh, man. There was not one person in that church that was like us. As far as mm-hmm. our age, our, our race, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it was a very Hispanic-driven church uh, in northern New Mexico, and it was such a challenge for us because no one was like us. And I remember thinking, feeling like this is the church that God wants us in. But then after going for a couple of weeks, it was like, God, are you sure this is the <laughs> church you want? I mean, the yeah. pastor preached for over oh an hour. Oh my gosh, it was so long. Each sermon was Dear at Lord. least an hour. I just want to publicly thank you right now for not preaching over an hour. I just want to thank I'll you. I'll get close to an hour. You what are you talking about? I, well, that's what, hello, I'm thanking you right now. Okay, so, um, so we were in this place where we had to make a choice. Are we going to just sort of drift in and out of this place. My dog just wrestled her. She didn't wrestle. She shook her fur or whatever she does. You know what dogs do. She didn't wrestle anything. (laughs) Okay, so we were in this place where we had to make a decision. Are we just going to kind of drift in and drift out of this place or are we going to go all in with this community? Mm -hmm. And we decided to go all in. And I started leading worship. I joined the worship team. And you know if I'm leading worship, there's oh, come a on. void of come on. singers. Well, there was a void, <laughs> but it didn't, didn't mean you were bad. So um, Erica jumped into children's ministry. Which y'all really, I mean, if I'm jumping into children's Same ministry, <laughs> there's a void there. I remember going, they had early morning prayer, mm-hmm. and we would go, it was like 7 a.m. on Wednesdays or something like that, mm-hmm. and we would go and pray in the church building, and then afterwards, we'd go to the back fellowship hall, kitchen, they had a few old couches, you know those old brown oh, couches yeah. with like the wooden They're plaid, armrests, like plaid, or like flowers, beige, orange, like disco yep. couches, yep. you sit in it, and you just like sink four feet mm-hmm. down. He's like, mm-hmm. drink bad coffee. We sat there and every week we would go mm-hmm. and we'd have coffee with mm-hmm. Mark <laughs> Russell. and Russell. <laughs> and you know, Russell was, so we were 20, how old were we, like 20, early 20s, mm-hmm. 23, 25, not even that old. Mm-hmm. So we were young adults. Mm-hmm. And Russell was this, Single, bald. I love. <laughs> he wasn't bald. I don't know. Just Sorry, all you bald people out there. Tim, it's no nothing personal. Um, but Russell he, wasn't bald. He had a sweet comb over. He had. He he was like, was he forty? Yeah, he was old. He was so old. <laughs> there was there was a lady named Violet. Remember Violet? Violet, yes. There was a lady named Betty. Violet had electric blue eyeshadow yes. that she wore every time. She had spiky black hair. Yep. Betty had a huge Pentecostal bun. Huge, and, um, huge hair. Huge glasses. 
And she was probably at least in her late 60s, early 70s. Don't you Not think? that old. Not that old. No. Okay. She just appeared it. She, she, she acted that way for sure. Okay. Anyway. Anyway, so there's all these people completely, completely different than us. We're making, we're making this story very, very long. We are. But here's the point I want to make. We were there for almost two years, and by the time we left, we felt really, really connected to these mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. and missed them. And yep. we now have a relationship with a couple of them, mm-hmm. um, Antonio and Sarah. Yeah. Um, and Delia is another one mm-hmm. that um, those three just became super close to us. Yeah. And we'll see them up until this day. We'll visit with them, talk to them on Facebook and all that kind of stuff. So um, my point is your connection with other people is not contingent upon your compatibility with them or your you know similarities or anything like that. It is totally up to your heart and your investment. Yeah. And if you will do that, God will honor that. That's so true. God will honor your investment and your selflessness. And you can become friends with people that you never realized you'd be friends with. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we run into this issue at Promised Land, our church in San Marcos, where we lose people that don't join or don't start coming or don't continue to come because when they show up, there's not a lot of people in their demographic. Mm-hmm. And so um, it's always sad to me because I'm like, don't leave. If you'll just if you'll just hang out a little bit longer, you'll you'll make some connections. But our natural response is, uh, I don't have the time. I don't mm-hmm. want to make the investment. And as a result, you don't reap the reward of community. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that's helped us now is we have a great group of friends. You know, part you know, just mm-hmm. people in the church, people in the community, um, people that don't go to our church, neighbors, other people that are just friends. You mm-hmm. know, they just like to hang out, mm-hmm. um, have dinner together, go to each other's houses, go on trips together, and that friendship is a huge part of our community mm-hmm. that have allowed us to, you know, really flourish and. Yeah. They let us bring Kennedy along. Yeah. When we need to, you know, and now now um she she Kennedy's a young lady now. She's 18 and she mm-hmm. can sit and hang out with us and so any last thoughts on any other thoughts you have on community? Nope. We are so thankful that you guys have tuned in and join us on the podcast. I'm going to tell you again. My wife doesn't want me to tell you this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you anyway. I'm so nervous. Go subscribe to this podcast. Oh yeah, good old subscription. And also give it a rating. Five stars. <laughs> Thanks. Review it. Put a review. Put five stars. Um, subscribe. We've had several of you share it on on social media. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah. For that, um, also don't forget you can go to our our uh, website mademeaningful.com. You can pre-order the book today. All right. How to be made whole. How to be made whole. We love you guys. See you Bye next y'all. time. Bye.